Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Final half hour of the three-hour show today, tomorrow, the next day. Oh, yeah, we're going three hours through the whole Oilers playoff run. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. And they're still making it great. You can get their new Canadian club pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes as well. Visit royalpizza.ca. Okay, uh, we looked a lot at the National Hockey League, but in the Western Hockey League, a couple of juggernaut powerhouse series going on and a couple of two nothing series leads i don't know how anybody is supposed to get past the seattle thunderbirds the roster is littered with nhl drafted talent 10 players in fact and the man that pieced it all together is waiting on the phone line right now with some more time for us here on oilers now it is thunderbirds general manager bill laforge jr you're on with brendan and cam bill how you doing today good thank you Excellent. Uh, well, let's lead it off with this. You haven't lost a game yet in the playoffs, um, and you're you're in uh, Kamloops for Game Three tonight. So, can you give us sort of the thirty thousand foot view of what you've seen executed right by your group through the first uh, what are we at eight, nine, ten games now for you? Yeah, it's been it's been a good run so far. Definitely, uh, I think our coaches, you know, have done a great job preparing the guys and. Uh, you know, looking at just the game ahead of us, not getting, you know, too far ahead of ourselves. And uh, the expectations are for everyone else. We just go out and try and win every night. With a, a, a veteran-laden lineup like you have and and a lot of players that, you know, in either went to the WHL final last year or in a couple of cases like, uh, like Dylan Gunther and uh, on the back end as well with, uh, with Luke Prokop. They've they've won a WHL championship last year. How important has it been to have that type of experience in your lineup? Yeah, I think experience is always so vital in a in a playoff series, and we found that last year that uh, you know we made it a long way, and it was it was very beneficial for us to have some guys that played in the playoffs with us uh, before the COVID year. So it's just something that uh, it's another piece that we could add, and you know both Luke and and Dylan have been tremendous for us and, uh, you know, have been big leaders for us, especially in the playoff run here. Let's talk about some of the the acquisitions this year uh, in terms of deadline-wise. Colton Dock, for an example, just uh, uh, nine regular season games played after the injury at the World Juniors, but 10 points there for you guys, and and here he is in the playoffs, up over a point per game. How has he fit into the grand scheme of things? Colton's been great. He's, uh, He's a big body that creates havoc on the ice and uh you know he's got enough skill to make plays he's been uh he's been a real big part of our depth i mean we have we believe we have you know four lines that can play every night and uh you know getting him at the deadline just solidified that even more for us so he's been a tremendous uh player and he's been a great kid on and off the ice Brad Lambert's uh, brought a lot offensively for your club, and uh, he's a Winnipeg Jet draft pick. I know he started this year in the American League with the Manitoba Moose, and it uh, looks like in the playoffs he's he's found another gear. How important has he been to the team's success? Oh, so important. He's he's a special offensive talent. Um, you know, he's played the middle for us. He's, he's been playing wing, and we put him in the middle of the rink and his skating has just been you know electric some nights and uh 
he just seems to have a way to find the back of the net, you know, through a pass to someone or by himself in in every situation. It's uh, he's a pretty special player. And if you ever get a chance to watch this kid play, I put Reese to the ring. <laughs> Love it. There's lots of those yeah. players on this roster. Uh, you could really snipe any one of them. One that Oilers fans are uh, particularly familiar with, of course, is Reed Schaefer. No longer part of the organization, but uh, an interesting player in terms of being a big body, a throwback kind of player. The kind that I think really embodies sort of maybe the personality of your team in some ways. You've got a bigger group there, as we know, Bill. Yeah, for sure. And Rick Rito's, you know, he's a big body. He plays hard, but the skill and the hockey sense are the things that separate him for, for me. Uh, he's a number one penalty killer on our team. He's on the power play. He he just forces plays and, and he hits and he's physical, but he has the skill and the hockey sense that a lot of people don't give him credit for. I mean, he scored 30 goals last year and close to that again this year. So he's, he's going to be a good player at the next level, but right now we're just enjoying him here in the WHL. Yeah, when you have success in the playoffs, uh, usually you have some great goaltending. And uh, you've got uh, uh, an outstanding goaltender in Thomas Millich, played with Canada at the World Juniors this year. Uh, I, you, you, look at, you look at the numbers, and the numbers are, are you know, very good. But uh, tell me from the general manager's point of view uh, what he's brought to the mix. You know, the, the best thing about Thomas and the biggest compliment I can give him is I don't remember him having a bad game in the three or four years he's been here. He just seems to be consistent every night. Uh, and then he finds, we, we call it playoff Millie. He finds a, another level even for playoffs. So, um, you know, we're, we're so lucky. We have, I believe, you know, two of the top goalies in the league too. with uh, Scott Ratzlaff whose numbers I think were second to Millie's during the season. So um, we're, we're very fortunate there, but Millie's a, the backbone of our team. He's one of the leaders of our group and, and just a tremendous kid. A 1.29 goals against average and a 949 save percentage <laughs> in these 10 playoff games for those who don't have the stats open in front of them. Just unbelievable stuff from Millich. And as you mentioned, Bill, the numbers with Ratzlaff were, were identical between the two goaltenders for the most part in the regular season. So a couple great options if need be, but you've only needed the one. Let's talk about this game against Kamloops that uh, needed overtime. It was a comeback effort by you guys on home ice. Sort of take me through the narrative there from a couple nights ago. Yeah, I mean, you got to give Kamloops a lot of credit. They came out, they were they were a desperate group right from the start of the game. I was telling uh, my other general manager, Jared Crooks, I said, you could tell that they were on, like even in warm-up, they were flying. So it was, you know, it was definitely a desperate effort from them, and uh, they scored a couple goals, uh, pretty close, two nothing. And then our guys just have a, they seem to have a level of battle back that you know they've used all season, and they're never really out of the game, and they don't panic. Um, we killed a killed a penalty late in the third period, and uh, yeah, in overtime it was a big shot by Jeremy Handel, and you know it was a, we were happy to get out of there with the win, and uh, look forward to trying to get another one tonight. What type of game do you expect this evening? All the, the games, I mean, we've played Kamloops, I think, six times now, and they're all fast, heavy, skilled games. It's two really good hockey clubs. And you just have to, you know, try and uh, try and outlast them and, um, you know, be the one standing at the end of the game. But it's it's fast, it's competitive, and highly skilled. It's, it's fun hockey to watch. 
I got to ask you about, um, you know, maybe this is a better question for a coach, but when you're looking across there, you guys would be super familiar with Olin Zellweger, certainly, but playing against the kind of top-end talent that you have, I, I imagine that the moment is quite big for these players. And, and um, you know, I wonder about just kind of keeping the, the scope narrow, as you say, is sort of a priority for your organization. Yeah, I think the the expectations of everybody else uh, have been kind of all over us all year. And we, we've been very careful just to, and again, I give the credit to Matt Oded and his coaching staff, but uh, we've been very careful just to watch the game in front of us, take care of our uh, preparation and our business, and, and good things will happen. So, um, you know, they have great players. Zelliger, I mean, I've known Olin since he was 14. I, I drafted him with my previous team. So, um, and you know, Stankel and Minton Bank here, like they have a they have a ton of good players over there, and they're a very good club, well coached. Uh, nothing but respect for them, but we just want to win two more games before uh, before they get the four. Bill, how have the of the crowds been in Kent? I know you've got that great building. It's a perfect size for the Western Hockey League, and I know it can get very loud and rowdy there. Uh, how's it been through the playoffs? Uh, it's been great. I mean, the game one was sold out. Um, the, crowd, the crowd was electric. Uh, game two went up against game seven for the Kraken. So it's still a great crowd, over 5,000, uh, and definitely boisterous. There was Kamloops fans there. There was, you know, dueling chants going on. It was pretty exciting. That's great stuff. I can actually hear that on the radio broadcast yeah, as well. Cool. Well, Bill, I wish you the best of luck the rest of the way in this series, and perhaps we're talking again in the WHL Championship. I look forward to it. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Thanks, Bill LaForge Jr., general manager of the Seattle Thunderbirds. They play in Kamloops tonight in Game 3, up two games to nothing in that uh, in that series. And again, we'll mention the East as uh, they are playing as well. It's Saskatoon hosting Winnipeg tonight, and they are also down two games to none. Okay, I guess we'll wrap it up and talk a little bit of goaltending. We are uh, we're going to protect the net when we get back on Oilers Now. It's Cam and Brendan today with breaking news for you. Breaking news. We got game times. It's not what you thought it was, though. I promise you that. They pulled some fugazi. They did. But here it goes. So Wednesday, it is a 7.30 puck drop. Just as we expected it to be. That's tomorrow. Our coverage here on Chad starts at 5.30, but Game 2 is now a day later than originally expected. So instead of a Friday night game, we've got a Saturday night game, May 6th, in Vegas, 5 o'clock puck drop. So the Oilers, the early game on Saturday at Vegas, we're looking at Monday 8.30 Eastern, so what's that, a 6.30 puck drop uh, for uh, Monday, May 8th, and then Wednesday, May 10th, will be Game 4. That one, an 8 o'clock puck drop, Ched time. Okay, so we go Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're planning to go to Vegas, get ready to be there on Saturday. If you're uh, planning on going to a game in Edmonton, it's now Monday night and Wednesday night. And if you're planning on going to the Disturbed concert that was originally planned for May 10th, well, I just looked at their concert tour schedule and they have open days on both the 9th and the 11th. So I wonder whether it gets pushed uh, to the Thursday night instead of the Wednesday. Haven't heard for sure on that front yet. They disturbed. 
disturbed. That's what <laughs> I, they did. I think they disturbed disturbed. I think they did. <laughs> All right. This day at Oilers history is brought to you by New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. 1998, Curtis Joseph, a 31-save shutout. It led the Oilers past the Avalanche 2-0. It forced Game 7 in their first-round series. Drake Barahowski scored the game winner three minutes and ten seconds into the game, while Doug Waite assisted on uh, two goals there. Both goals, in fact. The uh, Colorado team with four future Hall of Famers on it. Cam, that's uh, pretty impressive. 37-year-old Yari Curry at the twilight of his career. Yeah, that was... (laughs) What a series, hey? What a series that was. So good. Curtis Joseph kicking shots for the Edmonton Oilers. That's a pretty sight. He did it in 97. He did it in 98. Those were those were fun times when they won those first round series. Let's but, protect the net, man. Let's, 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 let's hey, uh, round out the show. It's our newest feature. It's brought to you by Solve Cyber Security. Stay ahead of cyber threats with a team that you can trust. Visit S01VE. Dot I-O. Fun goaltending matchup because there's a little bit of unpredictability. We'll call it youthful volatility, maybe on the behalf of Skinner. Not that he's shown any sort of inclination that he's going to be a volatile goaltender, but he's a 24-year-old rookie in the second round of the playoffs. So I'll comment on that while also saying that Laurent Bassois is a 29-year-old journeyman, and that's not necessarily somebody that I'm super faithful in, although he's played pretty well thus far. So uh, an interesting matchup even before we look at the numbers. Yeah, both uh, don't have a lot of NHL playoff experience. They've had you know, plenty at the junior level, both playing in the WHL, uh, Laurent Brassois in Edmonton, uh, Stuart Skinner with Lethbridge and Swift Current. Uh, both were able to become WHL champions uh, as members of their respective junior teams. So there's that. But yeah, it's for Laurent Boursois, this has been a, a very uh, up and down year with injury, with playing a lot in the American League, uh, and, and now having that opportunity to run with it for Vegas. And he's done it. And he, he wins the first round in five games. He played pretty well. Stuart Skinner, conversely, he's getting his first opportunity in the NHL level to play in the playoffs. And he found ways to win games. Uh, would you say he was playing at the maybe the, the same level that he was at in the regular season? Maybe not quite. But the bottom line is winning games. Mm-hmm. And he found ways to win games and showed incredible poise and calmness when something went so incredibly wrong in that last game with his stick breaking and then just settling everything down and Kyler Yamamoto getting the series winning goal. Yeah, there's other years that would have folded the team in that game. It could have folded the the goaltender's confidence. None of that stuff happened. So all positive signs. Uh, The regular season numbers for the 29-year-old Laurent Bassois started in uh, 10 games of the 11 that he played. Seven wins and a 920 
67 save percentage. So the numbers there were pretty good. Played in all five games in the opening rounds against Winnipeg. 4-1 and one record there with a 9-15 save percentage. 242 goals against, but read into that one what you will. So, um, no, again, pretty league average numbers there, at least in the playoffs. Yeah, and his, his numbers actually in the NHL were better than they were in the American League this year. Which, <laughs> better defense in front of them yeah. in the NHL. <laughs> no, true enough. So, yeah, uh, I like seeing two WHL grads going head-to-head in this yeah. playoff series. And if I look at what both lineups we expect to be, I see seven WHL grads on both sides of the ledger. So that also makes me feel very good, too. Certainly. You love the strong Western Canadian presence yes. in that regard. All right, so... We have reached the end of our three hours. Reed Wilkins will have Inside Sports tonight from 6 until 8 p.m. And then uh, and then we're, we're getting going tomorrow. Round two begins from Vegas. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for that. Back on the air, Bob will have the show. Uh, they're, they're in transit still, but Bob will have the show, of course, at noon tomorrow. We'll get you set with all the latist information. And... Uh, I gotta say thanks to you, Cam. Oh, that thanks. That was a big to you. lift. You're... That was a big long show. We did it. You did all the heavy lifting over there. That's true. Yeah, but you did. You had the hard job. We're mine, a team. mine was easy. We're a great team. Up next, you've got uh, Randy Kilburn with a global news, weather, traffic update, and then Chelsea on Chad. Well, Chelsea Bird. I'll bring you the sports updates this afternoon as well, just in case you weren't tired of my voice after this three hours. Thanks to Cam. Thanks to you. Appreciate everybody who helped make the show happen today. Oilers, Golden Knights go tomorrow at 730.